everyone, and welcome down to episode number 41. Shane Mumford of the Down South Photo Show. 41, Cam. That's Shane, a four and a one. Shane Mumford, Sydney Swans? Yeah, uh, Giants. Giants. Now. He's the guy who used to smack everyone, isn't he? The big dude. Well, he was... Towards yeah, anyway, the end, he was, he was just knocking people off. This is not a footy show. Not a footy podcast. No. Not a footy podcast, but episode 41. Um, yes. Before I introduce ourselves, I would like to thank everyone, as per usual, for liking, yes. subscribing, following, commenting, sending us messages. We got heaps of um, comments on episode 40, which was great. It is. Most time, of it constructive, which every, is good. Every time you go for a rant, we get plenty of comments. <laughs> would you like me to tee off again tonight? No, I won't be doing that. I reckon we are. Uh, so thanks everyone. Um, a little reminder that subscribing to our YouTube channel is completely free. You just got to click the little subscribe button down below, and oh, away yes. you go. I thought you it shouldn't be free though, should it? I was going to. I thought you were going to say it's completely compulsory. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. If you're listening, you have to subscribe. Otherwise, we'll hunt you yeah. down and ban that's you. Right. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> that's what um, we do on this show. But we got some really lovely comments during the week uh, from people. I guess it was probably because we hit episode forty, and people. Were, yeah. Yeah, we um, did. Saying nice things about us, which is always good. Yeah, it was um, good, and and like I said, going back to episode one or two, thinking that we'd make it this far, um, pretty good. And we uh, we did all right, we did all right in the charts these last two weeks. We've been almost in the top ten of visual art listened to podcasts in Australia, which is still blows my us still go. blows my mind. Um, look at us go. So obviously, either one, everyone's really bored and running out of things to listen to. <laughs> or yeah. maybe maybe we're not as bad as we think we are i don't know no well whatever my name is brendan waits over there on that screen over that side if you're watching or in your is left right, ear right ear your left ear if you're listening i don't know it's not in stereo it doesn't it is cam blake down yes. in beautiful tasmania Army how are you, how are you this evening cam? I'm, I'm good I'm, I'm we are the rose between two thorns down here today i was just reading something on the abc weather news page whatever it's called um there is a big low system that you guys are copying in yes. victoria yes and there's another low off the off the other side below south australia and we're in the middle we're not copying this snow behind us but we've yeah. we've had relatively mild temperatures compared to you guys and not much rain there is a bit of snow around well, um but the last uh, couple of days here in got, og have been bitter you've got three layers you got three layers on i do uh, and a beanie uh, and my heater's on if you can hear it whirring in the background right I've got a really old heater but that's fine i don't want yeah. to be cold uh, i've no. also got ugg boots on but you can't see those um no, I can't. no thank goodness it, uh, so a good friend mal show a friend of the show mal has been has had picked quite the week to go down the great ocean road <laughs> hasn't he uh, yeah, it's been the Grosvenor has been absolutely pummeled with big swells and yeah, that's that's probably temperatures. one of the best times to see it though, isn't it? I, I could not agree be, more. Yeah, down here, like we've got the you know the southern coastline, you know, um, Shipsterns Bluff and all those places where they do lots of huge surf. I'd love to get down there with a big tally and just sit off the coast and just shoot those massive waves smashing yeah. into rocks. So Mel's yeah. probably uh, he's probably done okay and, and picked a pretty good time to um to go there. Well, there's people doing burnouts out in my street here. That's good. I also heard some um, some technology noises as well. There is technology right. noises. I'm I'm dropping that off. Someone's so doing professional. Someone's doing so many donuts out there. It's amazing. Uh, Tasmania. Hey. Tasmania. It's 19, cheap, it's cheap entertainment. <laughs> 1979 all over again. Yeah, it's probably it. it's probably like a HZ Premier car or it'd better be a Ford. Sandman panel van. If it's not, I'm I'll there's, be very there, disappointed. There's one driving around down here, and it's got <laughs> Sandman written on the back. Anyway, um, we're, not, we're not a car show or a footy show, so just a Sandman panel van 
I think two weeks ago, mint condition sold for 250 grand. Yeah, yeah. They are getting up there now. Some of some of when I was a bit younger, I used to do some photos of all the car shows around Melbourne. Yep. So there used to there used to be one out at uh, where Harvey Norman is in Bell Street, Preston. They used to have a big car park out there, and all these old well old cars back then used to come out, and it used to be awesome to go out and photograph them. Like yep. the old classic cars just make really great photos. That's why they put them in weddings and things like that. Um, but yeah, there used to be a few Sandmans out there and the old Falcons, and they don't the, make uh, them like that anymore. No, they don't. A bit like cameras. That's a whole nother podcast episode in itself right there. Yes. Um, Now, I went out and took some photos this week again. That's two weeks in a row, isn't it? Three weeks in a row. Well, technically, I went out three times and took photos. But um, Are you okay? Are you feeling all right? With my real camera. Oh, your your iPhone. Yeah. Yes, that's right. I went out to and shot what you see behind me, which I'll talk about in a sec. But... um, Took out my, so we talked last week about um, using telephoto lenses to capture landscapes. So yeah, we did. I yeah. put my money where my mouth is and I went out with my uh, Tamron 150 to 600 and shot that from your backyard. Pretty much. Went for a wander uh, along 13th Beach, which is yes. a lovely part of the world if you've been down this way. It's literally just on the other side of Barwon Eds over there. Mm-hmm. And uh, there was some really nice swell running, so plenty of surfers out. But I got there uh, at about 20 to 5, so nice sort of golden hour light. And mm. at this time of year, it doesn't last very long at all. Like it's, no. it's gonski. And um, it yeah. was quite cloudy as well. So when the sun was bursting through the clouds, there's some really good contrast and it was really lighting up the waves and stuff like that. Thoroughly mm. enjoyed it because I just took my camera and my big lens and walked yeah. and didn't take any other lens, nothing. I just focused on pardon the pun focused on using that lens uh to get some landscaping stuff or some did did, did you practice stuff. did you practice what we preach i know right what the hell how many yeah. other podcasts would do that not many no i, I, I can't talk think... they're all talk funnily enough they are <laughs> <laughs> um yeah that's yeah that's uh it looks nice in the background i like how you've used a real uh that sort of shallow depth oh, of field yeah, and i'll get are the waves straight oh, though? Are the, are the waves myself. going? Are the waves going downhill a bit, or is that? I well, know. I don't know if you zoomed out. The horizon's probably straight, but uh, okay. the waves could have been breaking to the beach on a slightly that's, unusual that's angle. I guess that's true. Yeah, looks uh, there's good. actually a surfer just getting on a wave, but you can't. Yeah, see you, can, you, can, you can see him just yeah. starting to break the waves there. Yeah. That's pretty. And there's another one off to the right, I think as well. Yeah, because I use that really shallow. Uh, so that when you use a big big zoom, it gives the impression of a, a shallow depth of field because it's such a big zoom. So you get. Uh, I think it's known as lens compression. Is that it is it lens is? compression, yeah. yeah. And the further your topic is from its background, the more uh, the more compressed it becomes, or more yeah. more so those, blurred it becomes. Those grasses in the foreground are literally like five or six inches tall. Yeah. Um, and then the surface or the wave behind, I'm going to estimate that's a good four to five hundred meters away. Yeah. Yeah. Like quite a way out there. So uh, yeah. And again, again, cool as, as we. As we discussed last week, um, that's where you can sort of create a bit of difference in your photos with landscapes. Actually, we got a, we got a fair bit of feedback on that uh, last week about using that telephoto. A lot of people sort of came out and said, "Yeah, I love using my telephoto in landscapes." So we're not uh, we're not um, 
you know, what is it? What's re reinventing the wheel yeah. as such, but uh, it is a really good habit to get into is to use your tele photo as much as you can. Yeah. Uh, as long as the wide stuff as well, but you know, tele just gives it a completely different look on the landscape. So absolutely. And looking at your background, <laughs> it would have been very tempting to just te yeah. tele photo in on those trees on the left and the reflection. Uh, yeah, it would be. Yeah. This is a, this is a cradle mountain. This is a little tarn. Uh, or a little pond, as some people like to call them, um, which is in the park. And those trees are actually pencil pine trees. So they're probably a good seven, 800-year-old trees, maybe a bit younger than that, sitting there. Uh, it was a classic no wind, still day, but bitterly, bitterly cold. Um, and I think there's another... So I like, yeah, there's a couple of reflections. I like the sort of three reflections in the water there. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, this is just one of those times where it didn't matter which way you looked, it was just a shot everywhere. But um, one of our topics we're going to talk about tonight is relevant to that. And uh, a couple of tips I can give on how to shoot in the snow and, and what might feel a little bit counterproductive in regards to how you take those photos uh, might be a good tip as well. But this is, yeah, Cradle Mountain. This is actually a couple of years ago, but I'm actually heading up to Cradle this weekend again um yeah. again because we're hoping to get some more snow so i'm going up there with another fellow photographer cam hadlow another cam uh cam Hello, hadlow cam. cam hadlow photography on instagram he's got uh he's got some great shots uh he's a sony user so yeah he's probably used canon and nikon at some stage he, he actually had an olympus and sold it right so how about that how about that so yeah, that's that's where I am in the background. I, I had an Olympus and and kept it, and now it's over there on a on the gathering dust. Yeah, aren't we aren't we doing something with the camera tonight? So I thought, um, yeah, look, we will we'll we'll, we'll 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 disclose it all right now. We're giving away a camera now. <laughs> this could this could come off as a little bit clickbaity, Cam, but um, let's let's see what the <laughs> we're actually giving away my camera. Yeah, yeah. I'm, a, I'm actually giving away my Leica M10R with a 35 mil. Wow. No, I'm not. That's very generous of you. Yes. No, no uh, the, the thought process behind this is that we had a camera sitting around or you had a yep. camera sitting around that yep. uh, you thought would be in better use if it went to someone else who's looking for an upgrade or a second body or a beginner yeah, or whatever it might I, be. Look, I ideally this would go to someone who currently doesn't have an SLR and might be shooting with a compact camera or their phone or yep. and, and who are really keen on landscape photography uh, and want to dip their toe in the water without having to spend a couple of grand. Yeah. Um, this is my uh, Nikon D5100. Yeah. Uh, yes, it still works very, very well. And I have shot many, many landscape images with this. If you go to my website, which is cameraandphoto.com.au, you will see that there's... Uh, a whole gallery of images shot with this bad boy right here. Mm. Um, I love this camera. I just don't use it anymore. And right. I'm sick of it gathering dust. So I want to inspire someone, a viewer, a listener. Yeah. Um, Do you want me to go through some specs for you? Go for it. Cool. I just Googled it. I felt like I, yeah, I better contribute somehow. Um, so it's 16.2 megapixel CMOS sensor. So nothing to be sneezed at. Nothing to be sneezed at. You know, megapixels isn't everything, as we know. Uh, it's got 11 point autofocus. Uh, it does HD movies. It doesn't do 4K movies, but that's okay. Um, does four frames a second continuous shooting. So it's a little bit slow, but a perfect mm -hmm. for landscape. Yep. Um, it's got a higher resolution than its previous model. Uh, what else have we got here? Um, it has a flip screen. has so a flip screen, which is cool. Very uh, cool. What, what's the lens you're going to, is that, is the lens going with it? The lens is coming with it. 
This okay. is awesome. a Sigma 10 to 20, and it is the F4 to 5.6 version. Sorry, it's not the F3.5 right. version, but who cares? We're shooting landscape. So F4 yeah, to right. 5.6. Um, it's a good lens. It's uh, it's an autofocus lens. It's 10 yep. mil. Which So on this camera, you're effectively getting a 16 mil wide angle lens in 35 mil yeah. full frame speak. So, yep. Yep. Um, yeah, and it does... It does everything. It does all raw, does everything. Yep, it does. It does raw shooting. Um, I'll even make sure it's got a memory card in it for you. I'll definitely make sure you get the battery charger and everything like that. It has yep. a strap. What about a box? Does it come with a box? Um, it'll come with a carry case. Okay. So I'll how um, we've established that we're giving away a camera, but we have not had any discussion about how are we giving it away? Well, you... I, I think what we'd like to do is use, the, because we've just turned over into a new month, it's now June. Mm, um, I think is. for the month of June, we'll run this. So probably three or four podcast time, we'll give the thing away. And what yep. we want you to do is um, go to any of our social media channels. So our face, which will link, everything's linked below, uh, preferably the Down South Photo Show Facebook page or the Down South Photo Show Instagram. We got Instagram? We got Instagram, yeah. have we? Yeah, yeah, we do. Of course we have. Yeah, it's rocking. Um, about, about <laughs> it's about 200 people follow it. That's right. And we want you to um, uh, like our page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, uh, and also tag someone who might be keen to get their hands on this bad boy. You can tag yourself. We yeah. don't mind. Um, but yeah, ideally, you subscribe to the channel, you follow us on Instagram or Facebook, and you tag someone in a comment. Yep. Um, about and just saying, hey, I wouldn't mind winning that camera. Hey, hey, cool. I, I would love a Nikon. Yeah, or whatever never... you put, we don't mind. But um, yeah. something that sure. references the fact that we're giving away a camera. Yeah. <laughs> and are we going to do what we did last time, where I sit in the room all by myself while you're not there and draw the winner? No. I'll de we'll, we for, I tell you what, we're going to do it on a live show in early July. So we will. Okay. Um, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So totally. in early July, we're going to have a live show, and we yep. will we'll pick a winner. And we'll do it live on the channel. Yeah. We'll, um, it'll, be, it'll be awesome. It is an awesome little camera, and I've seen a lot of the the fifty one hundreds on workshops. And again, it's it's a sixteen megapixel camera, but really, it's it's a great little landscape camera. It takes nice photos. It'd be it'd be suited for someone who's a beginner or intermediate. Yep. Um, and it has all the things you need: full manual, full auto. Yep. It's got some scene and modes. It's not massive either. It's like no, it's a right. it's a good mid mid size. Yeah, camera. and that, and that lens is ideal for doing wide angle landscapes. Yep. Uh, you could use it as portrait lens if you wanted to. You yep. can still you can do it for any interiors. And the really cool thing is, I reckon. Nikon have moved on now from these cameras. They're making the new yes. Z, Z series cameras. The Z series, yeah. Which is making a lot of their old lenses obsolete, which means there's now a bucket load of these lenses appearing on eBay and places like that for bugger yeah. all. So you yeah. could, we're going to give you this lens, but if you want to add, you know, a 70 to 300 or something to it, you can get one for bugger all. So that'll fit straight on this camera and work really well. Anyway, as I say, it's a good way for you to dip your toe in the water of landscape photography. And you get a free camera to get yourself started. Um, so we weren't we weren't lying about giving away a camera, were we? No, we didn't. We didn't say we're giving away a new camera. <laughs> no, no. Um, I reckon we can work up to that. I reckon we can maybe tap into some of our friends that we know mm -hmm. and see if they've got anything they give us to give away. Maybe as an end yeah. of year, maybe a big yeah. end of year thing or something like that. Big oh, end of year right. live show. Yeah, cool. Or well, actually, sure yeah, maybe. May, sorry, maybe we can give away something at BFOP. The Bright Festival, that'd be a good one to set up for, whether or not have, you're there um, or not. Or We have a lot of, um, I, personally, I, like 
as I sit here, I look around, I can see about 10 pieces of equipment that I haven't used mm. for 12 months. So yeah, yeah. In, in, including this GoPro, <laughs> just <laughs> randomly sitting around, I'm not giving just that give, away. I like no, that. what have I got around here? I've got a drone, <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a couple of cameras. Yeah, um, yeah. It's yeah, amazing it's like, how much stuff we acquire. And then, I don't know, it's like we move on to our new favorite toy mm. and the old toy sort of just sits there and- Well, you, know, you, can, have, you can have too much stuff. 100%. And, and us males especially seem to collect a lot of shit we don't need. Yes. Uh, it's <laughs> don't don't as, tell my wife that. We know it's it's known as gas gear acquisition syndrome. Yes, uh, it is. I, I have it badly, particularly when it comes to uh, camera gear, lenses, that sort of tripods, all yeah. that sort of stuff. Um, you know something we haven't done this episode and I totally forgot at the start? I reckon I know where you're coming from. Yeah. G'day, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Hi, hopefully Chelsea. Ch hopefully Chelsea's listening to this one. Um, she wasn't too impressed last week about us mentioning her. I tried to count it. I re-listened and I lost count of about 45 times. We said her name, okay. um, but she put a Chelsea count up on the, on yeah, the ding, 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 yeah, ding. That's right. Yeah. It but, um, up. yeah, the message I got, well, maybe Chelsea, I did. I don't, Chelsea, I don't, Chelsea, I don't know if I got Chelsea, a message from Chelsea. her or not, but I sort of felt that she didn't get mentioned enough. She sort of implied that yeah. with her message that, yeah. um, you know, so hi, Hey, Chelsea, how are you going? Hi, Chelsea. Um, Good. Okay. And funnily enough, she she was watching the last episode in bed again. Yep. So anyway, it's, it's, it's not getting awkward. It's not getting awkward. But um, if you'd we're like a shout out, just be like yes. Chelsea and demand one. Um, I want to have uh, one quick little point of discussion, and I've got to be carefully no. choose my words here. We need we need something like a blow. Up. We need something to get this, <laughs> like a music Brendan's rant. Oh, we need a sting. Yeah, we need we like need is that what they're called? Is it? Yeah, um, no, no, it's not going to be a rant, people. Just I've, relax. Pig's ass, it's not. Powder dry. <laughs> All right. Um, well, you, you, you don't rant, I will. Okay. Well, I'm going to. No, I won't. Oh, that's right. We're going to call it Brendan Tees Off, won't we? Yeah, Brendan Tees. <laughs> and then we can have like the. <laughs> we can have a golf swing. Uh, it's starting um, to sound like the, Yeah. Anyway, what, so, what's going on? I am so sick to death of people using my photos to promote their businesses without asking me and without putting a photo credit under, well, without asking me full stop. I mean, put it, even if you do put a photo credit underneath to say that it was mine, if you haven't asked me, bloody hell, it's annoying, Cameron. It's Is it? like, Is this that's my again? stuff. That's my stuff. I work hard to take these photos and there, these people just walk in and just, you know, oh, it's, it's on, it's on Facebook. So it's, so I can use it. No, no, it's not. Learn copyright. That yeah. is incorrect. Yes. You start, you're starting to sound a bit like Lynn Lavender then when you started whinging. Was I? Yeah, a little bit. You, you really listened to another mother. It is. Um, yes, that, that is very frustrating. And, and I have sort of been on the sideline watching this develop over the last week that yes. Brendan's had an image of his... Um, well, it's, we have to, it's illegally used. It's not legally obtained and legally permissioned to use. Correct. So the person or peoples who have used this have taken it, used it to promote their own business, um, so which they're most likely making money out of, uh, which makes it even worse. It, it's a bit, I think there's a couple of levels of where you go with this. If it's, if it's a person that just says, oh, I love this photo, like, you know, I love that photo camera, just shares it on their page, it says Cradle Mountain with no credit. That, that's okay to me. That's a bit annoying, but, you know, that's okay. They're appreciating the work. But if it was a business or 
you know, like a hospitality or something like that, where they'd say, hey, this is Cradle Mountain, our, our hotel is just up the road, come stay with us, you know, we make all the money and you'll get to see stuff like that without any credit or any, um, you know, any sort of payment, That that's wrong yes. and it's, it's not a good way to do business. And yeah, in this situation, it sounds like someone or someones have, who are going to make money out of their business are using your image without permission. So what, what, what steps did you take after you, you know, cooled the fires down a bit after you? So um, I emailed this person um, just because it wasn't hard to find their email address because, uh, geez, my image was used on their, on their business's Facebook page. So that was pretty easy. Um, well, that's half the job done for you. The main thing I did was, I mean, look, and I hate that I should have to do this, but I gathered evidence. I got mm. screen, took screen grabs of the photos. Yeah. Um, uh, they were used on Facebook and Instagram. So I got a screen grab of both of those, yeah. um, attached them to an email, basically a cease and desist email. Uh, and along with that, I put a little invoice for cool. the, uh, for the work. Um, and yeah, I've just, I, I, I've, I've had, a bit of backwards and forth with them. Um, anyway, well, I'll, I'll keep you posted on how, how. So have they, have they paid the invoice? Out. Uh, of course they haven't, okay. um, but we will see. Uh, I'm not letting this one go. I plan no. on making an example of this person because it's, it's not right. And uh, I'm so sick to death and it's been happening to me for literally ever since I've been a professional photographer. Um, and do you think in, in this situation, do you think it's more ignorance or do you think it's just, don't care, don't respect. I think um, I think there's a very, very high level of ignorance. Um, yeah. And I know that this person was told by another photographer to stop using their work as well. Uh, right. And then they went ahead and used my work. So, <laughs> right. yeah. Anyway, so, look, yeah. we'll... Um, we'll, we'll uh, yeah, as I'm, I'm loathe to name names. I won't be naming... Yeah, we, we, yeah won't, we won't, we won't like name that, a shaman. But, but, um, yeah. what, what's disappointing to me is how... That's happened to me and it's happened to many others that I know. What's disappointing to me is that when you do approach them, it's, a, it's almost a scoff. It's like, oh, really? Like, it's just a photo. Yeah. yeah uh, right. it's, it'd, be like, it'd be like someone come around to fix your, house, you know, fix your plumbing and going, I'm not paying you, but I'll, you know, I'll take a photo and you know, tell people that you did the work. It, yeah. it doesn't work like that. You, you know, yeah. your, your livelihood is selling photos, among other things. Yeah. Then people should pay for the use of that. It's your property, so yeah. to speak. Yeah, and it's just annoying. And I know, I know a lot of people, and maybe some of our viewers are the same. Some of them might say, "Oh, you know, you're just overreacting," or you know, "What do you get your knickers in a knot?" And then there's the other scale of things where people say, "Hey, I'd love people to use my images, but I can't get my work out anywhere." Yeah, and like there's a there's a bit of a, a funny scale there, but yeah, it's just it's just inappropriate. And like I said, if, if it's a business and that business, you know, and knowing which business it is, they they should know a lot better <laughs> than to take people's artwork. But um, yeah, it's just disappointing. And then the fact that they're, you know, they're going back and forth instead of apologizing and just saying, yeah. yes, he, he, sorry, my mistake, absolutely will pay you for the, for the use yeah. of that image. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're dragging it on. So hopefully it gets resolved. Yeah. Um, who knows? Next week you might rock up in a Mercedes or something like that with the payout. <laughs> and... Yeah. No. Uh, in fact, the amount of the invoice, I mean, it's pretty much irrelevant, but it's the principle of the matter. Yeah. Uh, it's not even a lot of money, but, um, yeah, as I say, it's the principle of the matter, and I'm yeah. just I'm sick to death of it. Uh, so much so that I'm going to add a disclaimer on my website underneath my photos that says as much. Basically, it says 
if you want to take my image and use it, how can I word it nicely? If you want to take my image and, and use it for your own financial or personal gain, no problem. You will be getting an invoice from me um, yeah. and it will need to be paid. So yeah. um, we found, I can't believe we, I have to do that. I mean, especially on. especially now, like we had that, that issue down here a few years ago, which I've spoken about, about uh, tourism, Tassie using images yeah. when they shouldn't have and stuff like that. And at that, that sort of blew out of control where there was invoices going everywhere around Hobart and Tasmania. Every, <laughs> every poor soul that put up a photo that had a small Airbnb or something like that, they were getting, it really made the point that, hey, you know what, this is our images. You're using it yeah. for your business to make money. Yeah. Where, where's our cut of the cake, you know? So, yeah, exactly. but you would think by now that enough people would know. And again, not referencing who it is, but they should really know better. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully well, they- it just it just misrepresents me as a photographer because- this business is, in particular is not a business that I'm interested in doing business with. Yeah. Um, nothing against the business per se, but I, it was just not something that I'd be interested in, in doing business with. So yeah. uh, when you see your work used like that, it, it it's really, really upsetting. It's just mm. so annoying because as I say, a lot of hard work, you know, people go, oh, well, all you did was, in the case that it's a drone photo, um, yeah. all you did was launch your drone and take a photo. No. I have 30 years of experience that taught yeah. me when yeah, yeah. to take that photo and the angle to use and how to compose it. And I had Not to, to buy mention the $4,000 worth of gear that went into actually taking that photo, yeah. the time it took to get there, to launch the drone, to edit the photo, to, <laughs> you yeah. know, oh, no, 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 we're just going to take that for free. And, that, and that's the thing as well. I think if we go back an episode or two talking about how the value of photography has been just, destroyed through social media this is one of this is this devo this is one of the byproducts of that is that all of a sudden you know 20 years ago if you were putting shots up people would say hey i love that shot i want to use it for my business that that would have been the normal approach now it's like oh it's online i'll take it it's like well no so yeah yeah hopefully it gets resolved um you know, hopefully, in a way, it doesn't. So we have another Brendan teeing off next weekend, but next week. But <laughs> no, no, no. Um, it, yeah, it's all good. Um, cool. All right, let's we move can, on. We, we can we can strike that out the way now. We can put yes. a strike through that. Okay. Yes. Um, we are recording this on the first day of winter. <laughs> yes, we are. It is it is June the first that we are recording. This will go out on I think June the third. Um, so we thought we'd it'd be pertinent, poignant to um have a little bit of a chat about winter photography now. Mm. Um. Uh, hand in the air here I reckon I've taken three photos in the <laughs> snow ever <laughs> I don't find myself in the snow a lot so right. no. um, we'll give it a couple yeah. of more hours you might have it in your backyard you could be right man the way we're going it's absolutely <laughs> crazy. Um, so winter photography from Cam your point of view would be yeah. what you see behind you in your image there yeah yeah absolutely um, and yep. you said off the top that you might have a couple of tips for people who might want to take photos. Yeah, I, and it's funny you say that you haven't shot in snow much, but uh, there's a few things that you do when you're shooting snow that uh, help improve your output of images. But it's actually quite similar if you're shooting at beaches or dunes because you, they're what they call high-key scenes. So generally they're scenes that have a lot of white or a lot of bright light or uh, you know bright skies with fog and, and you know in the background here you got all the snow same with you on sand dunes you have that bright sand and the blue sky um, so what you're technically meant to do is actually sort of trick your camera a bit as to thinking that uh, it's not um, where your camera wants to meter generally your camera tries to meter in, on the mid-tones but sometimes if you're in a high key scene of sand dunes or snow and things like that the camera can actually 
overcompensate and make things a bit darker. So as a rule of thumb, I usually overexpose by about a stop when I'm shooting in snow scenes. And, and what that does, it just tricks the camera a bit to say that, no, this is actually a, a high white key scene um, and please meter that accordingly. So what it does is shifts your whole histogram a bit more to the right. So all your highlights become really nice and bright and you know the snow is proper white. You don't get that sort of gray, dirty snow look. Uh, but it works the same with sand dunes and, and, and beach stuff. But a lot of people think, geez, it's a really bright scene. I might have to underexpose a whole heap. Um, push it the other way. Actually sort of overexpose it to give your camera a bit more of a boost uh, because your camera is going to get really confused because it's metering off an entire scene of highlight. Uh, it's not going to it's not going to do well. So that's my little advice I give to guys in workshops if we get lucky enough to get snow like that is actually bump your eyes, uh, bump your exposure up a little bit more. Uh, overexpose it a tad. Um, you can still adjust it, obviously, in editing and stuff like that, but it just seems to render everything a nicer, a nicer kind of highlight than what it normally would. So, um, but there's a lot of tips for shooting winter as well. Um, I find, um, especially down here in Tassie, it's been quite funny today. You guys have been copying all the weather, and you know we've had snow in the alpine regions of Victoria and down here as well. And on my little Facebook, I get messages saying, "Hey, two years ago, one year ago, three years ago." Yeah, my whole my whole thing today was snow, 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 snow. <laughs> so you must have had a big snow dump back. Well, at the well, start of winter. I, I've found since living here in Tassie and you know keeping an eye on things around Australia, the weather repeats itself. So if you have a if you get a really big snow dump on the, on the Alpine region of Victoria or down here or wherever you might be, put a little mark in the calendar because I can guarantee you it won't be far off again the next year. Um, and I found that's worked really well for me is planning well ahead and taking notice of what goes on with the weather, um, making sure you're warm and having enough warmth, uh, making sure you let people know where you go because it's quite easy to get lost in snowfields. And uh, I know Tom Putt, our mate, who's on the other side of the bay from UEAD, he's got a really good story about getting lost up in Kosciuszko, I think it was, and he ended up bunkering down. And he woke up in the morning; he was about two meters from the road. He couldn't even he couldn't even see the road. He went, "I better set my tent up. I don't know where I am." Wow. Um, maybe we'll get him on the show one day to tell us that story. But um, I'm sure he's so, an avid, avid listener. Guarantee he's been sending me messages all through this episode, unfortunately. Um, so, yeah, so things like that, you know, watch the exposure, keep warm, but make sure you let people know where you're going. Um, just be mindful also. Um, one of the big things we find on workshops is when people go back to their hotel rooms. We've got cameras that, you know, between going outside to the hot interior of your cabin or restaurant, you, you get that condensation built up in your bag. Um, try not to leave your camera somewhere where it's going to sort of sweat after it gets back in because that'll create moisture and potentially cause you issues. Um, so I always say to people, when we get back to our room, take your camera bag, put it in the bathroom or take it all out and just leave it on the bench in the bathroom. Let it acclimatise to the temperature and before you go sticking it away in your bag. Um, and then they also get that same issue if you're in and out of a car, you know, you get out of the warm car, you grab your camera out of the bag, it's out of a, you know, 25 degree interior of a bag to minus three or four, just fogs up. Um, so I always sort of keep my camera out more than I do in, just to keep it sort of at that same temperature the whole time. So, but winter photography is good fun. Um, if you get the right conditions, you just get some incredible shots. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I um. Hello everyone, this is Brendan from Ocean Grove Camera and Photo. Hope you're enjoying the podcast. I'm just cutting in for a quick second for a really short little plug for Camera and Photo. That's www.cameraandphoto.com.au. We have a complete online printing service. We send prints to all over the world. Um, but of course, 
They're printed right here in Australia and we can ship prints to your door if you go to cameraandphoto.com.au. Back to the show. A quick story, when I say I haven't shot the snow, I have. Um, my first real adventure though with snow was actually in the French Alps in the early 2000s. Talk about name dropping. <laughs> and um, I was working there. So, <laughs> uh, and I got a photography gig when I was there. I couldn't believe it. Um, I had to take photos of these new chalets that have been built in the, um, mm, cool. in the French Alps. Uh, anyway, um, the dude hired me, uh, who hired me, wanted some aerial photos of the town. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'll get to go up in a light plane. And he says, no, no, no. We're going to put you up on a parapont. Paraponting, a paraponting is where you ski off a cliff under a parachute. Jeez. So, yeah. Did you do so that? I, I did. I did a tandem parapont with this guy so we could get these shots. Wow. Um, I had... I've never heard the, this story before. Yeah, yeah. And I... Um, there's video footage of it kicking around somewhere. I'm sure I could dig out at some point. Right. Um, anyway, we we got skiing and uh, my I had a Nikon F80, so I was shooting film. Yeah. Uh, and it froze. Oh no. Yep, the shutter just froze. So, and what it turned out, as as I discovered later, was uh, in the shutter box mechanism, they use a fine oil in there to keep it lubricated. That froze. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh luckily i had my very early uh, iphone fuji ah. z602z digital camera right I bought uh for about three and a half thousand dollars back then Jesus. uh 3.2 megapixel that could interpolate to six megapixel so hey and it ran on smart media so remember oh, did that it run on, did it run on double a's it ran on, it did, it ran on four yeah. AA batteries and it ran on smart media cards. I'll put yeah. a picture of a smart media card up here for all you nostalgia buffs who don't know what yeah. I'm talking about. And you could run it on a very, uh, on a very early compact flash card as well. Anywho, yeah. that little thing saved my butt because mm. I was able, because I had, I had them both down my jacket, big ski yeah. jacket. Yeah. I pulled out, as I say, my film camera had frozen and the digital camera got the shots for me. So was the guy, um, was the guy French that you were strapped onto? Yes. Did you, did you explain to him that? How did you explain that my camera's in, not working? In very, very bad French. Um, as bad as my <laughs> French was, was as bad as his English was. But we, um, and it was, That's funny. Oh, look, I don't know. Look, this is irrelevant. But um, we ended up, because we we're flying, it was a little town called Mirabel. Uh, if anyone knows where that is in the French Alps, it's part of the Three Valleys. And um, I, uh, we, we had to land wherever we could land because we're not under power. We are literally floating down yeah. over this town. Yeah. And he landed us in the churchyard and the police were there waiting for us. <laughs> Fantastic. The, the local gendarmes turned up and right. um, he copped a nice little fine for landing in the churchyard. Apparently he was a serial offender for landing in there. <laughs> not only are you supposed to land at a park and blah, 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 but we were right. coming down. <laughs> So, hmm, anyway, I'm, look, I'm, I'm looking at, at Maribel in France. That's yeah, fantastic. It looks absolutely beautiful. gorgeous little town. Yeah, look at what a spot. It's, yeah, it's your M quintessential M French Elks town. Yeah. M E R I B E L. If anyone wants Correct. to Google it. Um, yeah, well, there you go. Well, actually, funny you say that about doing uh, aerial uh, shots because I'm actually meant to be heading off tomorrow morning. Fingers crossed. Yes. If, the, if the weather's good, I'm heading off to do an aerial flight uh, up and over the overland track. An aerial flight. As opposed to 
<laughs> an aerial an aerial flight. parachute well, <laughs> yeah man yeah, so, like, don't well, know why I'm i picked a, you up on that what a bastard <laughs> well what is it an aerial what now, you're doing a flight or i'm doing an aerial <laughs> you do aerial, aerial, aerial photos but aerial doesn't necessarily nominate that it's in a plane that's why you have to put Hang flight on, but, okay well, yeah we'll move on anyway i'm doing a i'm doing an aerial flight venture yeah, over <laughs> over the hopefully over the overland track to um try and get some cool photos so yeah doing that tomorrow morning oh, over the overland that'll be yeah cool. we're thinking we're going to fly out of hobart head up sort of over the middle and then turn around and come back down the overland track and then back to hobart so hopefully be be great to get some beautiful shots of that track i've walked so many times all the mountains and stuff so fingers crossed the weather gods play for us and we can get up there and do it um what are the yeah. conditions forecast to be tomorrow uh well tomorrow uh, up which until, is now in the past for people who are listening past, to this now it's it's meant to, it's <laughs> meant to be frost it's meant to be frosty so there's okay. meant to be quite a heavy frost up the middle of tassie tomorrow so that's clear skies yes uh so hopefully that is enough to get us you know through to the mountains as well so fingers crossed um this has just come about from actually funnily enough that we're flying over the overland track this is a customer's husband who's a pilot who happened to walk the overland track with us she says oh you you should you should catch up with my husband and talk to him i said oh yeah why is that oh, he's a pilot i'm like he's my friend let's go yes, talk that's right. <laughs> yeah. oh you so, mean that guy yeah sure that guy yeah <laughs> i love him um so yeah we're going to try fingers crossed so next episode if we do get some shots i'll uh, i'll tell you all about it but uh yeah oh, winter, be, photo winter, awesome. winter photography is great um for people that are around the ski fields i find you know, Mount Hotham's great. You know, Dinner Plains really great for the snow gums and the old huts up there. Um, Mount Buffalo is stunning under snow if you can get up to there. Yes. Uh, Kosciuszko's good. Mount Buffalo has snow right now. For it does. People playing along at home. Yeah, it absolutely does. Uh, Mount Borbor is a really nice one for photos too. Yeah. Uh, Lake Mountain, which isn't far from Melbourne as well, has some really good little pockets. And if you're here in Tassie, uh, Mount Field National Park. Uh, if you can get up the top, uh, if it's not closed, is really great. Mount Wellington, it's a bit of a shame, though. Any sniff of snow or ice, they shut that road down. Yeah. Um, but things like the Hearts Mountains, which are about an hour and a bit from Hobart, or, you know, you can come to Cradle on the weekend and uh, see how we go up there. But, yeah, be careful. Uh, it's a different environment. Um, it's got its own little dangers, you know, people driving and slippery tracks and things like that. You don't want to be tripping, tripping over in the snow and hurting yourself. So, But it is a beautiful experience. To do it but keep your camera dry keep it constant temperature um overexpose a little bit uh use your polarizer i always use my polarizer to get those reflections and a bit of the glare off the snow as well uh, and just have fun make a snowman yeah good. um and for those of you who aren't as fortunate as our learned friend down in tasmania to have all these amazing places on the doorstep uh for people like myself who've got the coast to fall back on winter is a great time of year for big oceans for angry yeah. oceans for big mm. swells and that's when we get yeah. all our um all our uh, big waves coming through and that sort of stuff which in yeah. itself now particularly again we, we we talk about the great ocean road a lot but uh it is ruggedly beautiful at this time yeah. of year even though you get gray days and drizzle and but that they're, they're the kind of days that to me, like they're the ones that really give you those incredibly epic shots. Yeah. It's those days where you're like, I shouldn't be out here when yeah. mother nature's testing you to your limit. They're the ones where you just get those great shots all the time. Yeah. And 
Yeah. Um, I'd, I'd love to go to the, is it the uh, Oregon State, Oregon coastline oh, in the States? Yeah. Um, you know, all those, you see those classic shots of these massive waves breaking over the rocks. And yeah, or the, uh, the, um, the Pacific coast in, yeah. uh, in BC. So, um, yeah. Vancouver yeah. Island, those sort of yeah, places. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, so don't don't discount uh, coastlines and wild weather. Now, question for you in regards to coastlines: Are you able to sort of predict? You know, like I sort of feel like I can predict when we're going to get good snow dumps. Are you able to look at the weather forecast and go, "Yeah, we're going to get a big swell here"? Or? Oh well, because you know, we we my area is also known as the surf coast. Um, yep. We get surf reports every five minutes on all kinds of channels and stuff yeah, like that. True. And yeah. and particularly because I'm into my photography and 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 the community I work in, um, you know, there's a lot of great photographers in this area. And someone will always say, hey, this world yeah. is going to be mint yeah. tomorrow yeah. at Point Lonsdale or, or yeah. big waves on. coming through at Port Campbell or, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, that's yeah, funny. And, and, yeah. and then you end up jostling for position. <laughs> but, yeah. hey, that, that's, that's fine. It's funny you say that because the same thing happens down here in Tassie when there's going to be a big snow dump. Yep. There's little little murmurs go out on social media. Same with the yep. Aurora. There's little yep. murmurs that go out and the community goes, oh, good. And you'll think, and straight away, I think, where, where haven't I been where I don't think anyone else is going to go? I'll go there and guarantee you get there. And someone else has had the same thought. And they're sitting there in a little deck chair or they're rugged up. Um, yeah, it's good fun. But yeah, winter's a great, great season to shoot. Um, waterfalls are always in full go. Everything's nice and green and lush. Yeah. Uh, like you said, the weather's a little bit more wild. Uh, you generally get those nice frosty, foggy mornings, depending where you yep. are, which is cool. Yep. So, which which um, leads me to one other thing: it is time for me to get back up into the Otways. So that's um, stay tuned, folks. Uh, next, pretty much the next two weeks, I will be up in the Otways, uh, chasing a few waterfall shots. Um, I, I've got an idea for you. Go on. I know it's weird me having an idea. So I go to Flinders Ranges soon. Um, you do. I do, and. I get back into Melbourne around about the 19th or 20th of June. Yes. Maybe we should catch up before I go back to Tassie and go to Otways, do some waterfalls. That's a design. very good idea. I do you know when you're going? Good. No. Okay. We'll liaise. Uh, I, my, my days at the moment are uh, a day-to-day basis given the running of the shops and all that sort of stuff. Um, and, all, and all the legal proceedings. And, <laughs> and also the weather. <laughs> so, um, you know, but... Yeah. Uh, I'm actually planning uh, in uh, July, early August, I'm actually doing some mountain biking in the Otways with a friend of mine. And uh, right. we're actually going to be riding right by um, Hopeton Falls. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. And the Redwoods up there. So we're going to, mm-hmm. um, yeah, go and check all that out on bikes. But this yeah, time around, fun. I want to um, want to take the camera back up the Otways. I've yeah. been up there a lot, uh, but... I've always gone up there with family, like we would do hikes and stuff like that, which is great. And I absolutely love that. It's a brilliant time with the kids. Yeah. yeah. But there's always that, oh, we should move on. Gee, that yeah. would make a great photo, all that yeah. sort of stuff. I, I really want to go up there and spend a day. Uh, probably I'll, I'll try and get to somewhere where I haven't been before. Um, yeah. And there are a couple of waterfalls that I've never been to. So I'm keen to. Yeah. And again, it's like a 90-minute drive. It's just yeah. up the road. So yeah. um, go and do that. It is, it is great. And I'm sure, you know, maybe that's something we can ask our listeners and viewers to put a little comment somewhere down below, but like what their, what their favorite, or, you know, maybe just what's around them. I'd love to know where people are because everyone's got these incredible little backyards that 
you sort of take for granted a bit. You think, oh, yeah, you know, it's just down the road. I've been there a thousand times. But yeah. for someone who's never been there before, I've like the Otways, I think, exactly I've, right. I think I've only been to the Otways once or twice. Yeah. And I was really impressed with it when I was there last time. But yeah, um, it'd be great to know some viewers. You know, I know we have uh, David who lives out in the Grampians who had a few mentions on the show. Like the Grampians, I've only been to the Grampians once or twice at, when yeah. I was at school. Yeah. Oh, they're an incredible spot. Um, the, Gramp- the Grampians are nuts, mate. They're, they're yeah. absolutely beautiful. Um, speaking of snow, they had snow on Mount William and the Grampians yesterday. Right, okay. That'll get snow on it at least once a year. Um, yeah. Hopefully it happens again because that's another spot that I'd love to get to as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, the Grampians has got a real aura about it, a real yeah. vibe about it. Um, yeah, okay. There's a lot of uh, uh, Aboriginal heritage sites there as well, which are yep. fantastic to see. Yeah. Um, and there's there's some real rural Victoria in the foothills. Um, yeah. So a lot yeah. of a lot of um, farms and you know you get the sheep in the paddocks and all that. So it's just it's yeah. so cool. And a lot of those uh, which I've mentioned a couple of weeks ago, which I've got a thing for, and that is the single gum tree in the middle of a paddock. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. something about those eucalypts that just that just yep. rock and, and then you can just drop a sky in the background to make it look whatever you like you can yeah. with your iphone with your iphone yeah um yeah that's what we did, so we, if you, did we say hi to chelsea yet uh chelsea oh you mean at chel maybell yes um i don't think we did she hi, should chelsea be, should be pissed off i haven't said hello yeah get a chelsea sorry you told me that you would say hello to her Keep forgetting, yeah. I'll yeah. get I'll get another thousand messages this week. It's um, time for everybody's oh, favorite sub, everybody's favorite segment of the Down South Photo Show, and that's Dear Cam. Dear Cam yes. is back. If uh, we encourage people to send in a question that they might have about photography, now it doesn't have to be landscape photography. It could be about any kind of photography. It yeah. could be about an uh, issue you're having with your camera. It might be something to do with editing. It, you might have a suggestion. Yeah. Dear Cam, uh, this comes from Alison. Where's Alison from, Cam? <laughs> know? Uh, no, I've closed my emails down. <laughs> I'm thinking, no, what am I thinking WA for? I haven't got any. I can't. Sorry, that Alison. Cheryl's from WA. Yeah, sorry. Even I remember that. You, you asked the question, and I'll sort of just sort of see if I can. Uh... You can. Hopefully, yeah. this question will be easier than my question on extension tubes. So, Alison's a serial oh, a, offender. She, with I was going to say, she's a repeat offender. This is good. Uh, I've heard a rule of thumb for handheld is obviously for handheld photography is to make the shutter speed the same as your focal length. I have an Olympus OMD Mark V. OMD, I'm sorry, I reckon that's an OMD EM5 Mark II. So she's she's a well, well ahead of us if she's got a Mark V. That's right. With the Zuko Pro lenses, very yes. nice lenses. Is the rule the same for micro four thirds cameras? Thanks, uh, Alison. That's a really good question. Um, it is a good question. That is a really good question. So Alison's in, in right. There is a rule of thumb that you know, back in the day that if you were shooting, you know, 50 mil uh, focal length that you try and match your shutter speed to 1-50 of the second. So the rule of thumb used to be try and match your focal length to your shutter speed. Now, on the Olympus system, because it's a technically a half frame, um, that's a really good question. I don't know if I know the answer to that. I, I'm going to say um, that the rule should still apply if you're shooting at um, 12 mil. No, it's, I don't think. No, I don't think it does apply. I'm going to say no. no. No, I think what you're going to have to do is multiply it by two first. Yeah, and you then, are, and then yeah. set it. Yeah, because yeah. because of the crop factor. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, that's 
could be wrong too, but that straight off the cuff, I reckon that's what. No, what I think the, I think you're right because I was I was just doing it. I was just doing it through my head there. If you were shooting on the twelve to forty pro lens, and you're shooting at twelve mil, according to that, that's the equivalent of twenty four mil. Yeah. You're not going to want to handhold that at a twelfth of a second. You want to have that's that correct. about twentieth of a second. So I would say that the rule you would have to double your focal length. So I think that rule applies. I'm going on a ramble here because I think I got it. Um, that I think that rule would apply if you convert everything back to 35 mil or full frame sizes so it'd be the same if you're using like an aps-c sensor and stuff like that yeah. but i'm only nodding like this i don't it sounds right it sounds like that's how it should how, yeah. how that rule of thumb should work yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna say it should um yeah. because again if you're shooting um you know there's a 8 to 25 pro lens at that om digital do <laughs> yeah uh, eight, that's a 16 mil lens. You're not going to be wanting to shoot that an eighth of a second. So I, I would say just double the focal length or convert the focal length back into full frame lengths. Yeah, and, which, and, which then means you'd be technically holding it at one eighteenth of a second or say round it to one twentieth. Yes. And people would say, wait, one twentieth of a second. But what you've got to realise is how freaking wide angled that thing is. Yeah, that's so right. So you can actually get away with... Um, with pretty low shutter speeds handheld, aside yeah. from the fact that these days the image stabil image stabilization systems in these cameras also kick in uh, to yeah. really help you stabilize shots as well. So um, there is that as well. I don't know yeah. about this. I'm not sure about this 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 rule. I, I don't know that it holds up. Well, I think I think board. I think that rule now is a little bit redundant. Um, I'm just yeah. I'm just having I'm just having a quick read on one of these forums I look on as well. And these questions come up as well. And they've all said the same thing that we've yeah. now determined. But um, I think that rule was very much, uh, you know, required when you were shooting film handheld because we didn't have image stabilizers before digital time. Now that we've got digital stabilizers in lenses and in sensors and bodies and stuff like that, I think that rule doesn't necessarily get thrown out the window, but I think it becomes a little bit more liberal um, in regards to how slow you can shoot handheld. So I, I still try and keep that rule. Um, but then again, as well, we've practiced, you know, if you've been shooting as long as some of us have, you know, you can handhold like a 15th of a second pretty steady, you know, without even image stabilizer. So it's all a bit of practice. But to answer Alison's question, I would say, you know what, just double that focal length as a safeguard. Um, the, OM, the OMD Mark V, doesn't have as great a stabilization as some of the more higher end models as well. So I think it's a bit of a safeguard. I'd be saying, look, if you're shooting the 12 to 40, you know, if you're shooting at that 12 mil thing, shoot around about the 24th of a second. If you're shooting at 40, you want to shoot around about an 80th of a second. Um, yep. So the rules are the same, but you just got to double the focal length. Um, yeah. And now, just I'll, as a little aside to that, sorry. Yeah. Um, when I do workshops, particularly for beginners, I always talk about one sixtieth of a second being the number where you pro. Well, I mean, for me, uh, getting older, not as steady as I used to be, uh, one sixtieth of a second is is the magic number where I would switch yeah. to a tripod um, yeah. rather than trying to continue to shoot handheld. Yeah. Below one sixtieth for the simple reason that it might look nice on your the tiny little screen on the back of your camera, but you put it on a big screen or you get an A one print done of it, and you'll go, oh yeah. yes, that's not sharp at all. Yeah, exactly right. So ideally, if you can get on a tripod as often as possible when you can. Um, but yeah, in those situations where you are hand-holding, try and just use that rule of thumb. For micro four-thirds, double that focal length to match your shutter speed. Yeah. Um, 
And Alison so Alison's yeah. from Melbourne as well, by the way. Uh, hello, Alison from Melbourne. Um, and to that end, I'm assuming an APS-C size sensor is roughly a 1.6 times magnification. That's right. So it yeah, just yeah. make it just makes the that rule of thumb a little messy. That's all. Yeah, um, yeah. But the print the print the principle is still the same though. It's yeah, just it's yeah, just how you cal- just how you calculate it, just to to make sure that you get it. But that that's a really good question, and um, yeah, and it's one that people should know about as well because one of the things I get a lot is people like, oh, it's just not sharp or it's just not this This before they sort of get stuck into what we're doing. It's like, okay, well, we're here to shoot sunset. You know, we're getting late afternoon, the light's dropping off and you're still hand-holding. What's your shutter speed at? And so many people are like, oh, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. What, what is it? And it's like, well, what does it sound like? Does it sound really ching yeah. or does it like yeah. ching ching? Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. And yeah. I, I try and teach people to listen more so to look. Like if it sounds slow, it is slow. So... Yeah. Um, so it's a good one to know. So when you start hearing that shutter speed just sounding a little bit lagged, chuck it on a tripod or just chuck it on a tripod as much as you can and problem solved. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, we're, we're normally working at um, pretty high aperture values and some mm. small openings, uh, yes. which means there's not a heap of light coming in there. So you're going to have long shutters. That's why yeah. you've got to use a tripod. Here's a, here's a wild thought just out of nowhere. You know how we love deer cam. Why are we not rewarding people that ask dear chem questions? Um, because this podcast doesn't make any money. Uh, okay, just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> not that that's what it's all not, about, folks. Not sponsored by joke. Canon, Nikon. That is I mean, not what it's all about. Well, maybe when we, maybe, get, a, when we maybe, get a sponsor. Well, maybe like I'm happy to sponsor the show. Maybe well, I think what, um, I think the eagle-eyed viewer might have actually noticed a little ad for camera and photos snuck into this podcast somewhere. So uh, it yeah. might have just very, very no, no. Well, there, there, there as well. But are you do are you doing paid adverts in between our shots? Paid. Oh, I know what you. I know what you've done. You cheeky bastard. I know what you've done. <laughs> what? When you flip through screens, you flip through another one, and you put a promo on. You cheeky I bastard. Did not do anything of the sort. Bullshit. Not nothing of the sort. <laughs> um, you know what? I think from now on, any dear cam camera question, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give someone like an eight by twelve print. If you have a DeerCam question, please send it in to us via the links below or comment somewhere. Just start it with DeerCam. We'll know what it's there for. Yep. And that guy over there in Tasmania will sort out an 8x12 print. Yep, and I'll uh, send it to And they can choose? Uh, no. Okay. Cam will choose a photo for you and he will send you. I'll sign it. Is I'll it a sign photo it. of you? Yeah, yeah, it's me. Yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. No, that's a photo of us on the last golf day. <laughs> Did you buy that red hoodie just so you could stand out in your own photos uh, and be, you know and be popular on Instagram? <laughs> you know what? Tonight's been the most lackluster effort of getting ready for this show ever. I, I was <laughs> You're telling ca- me. <laughs> I was sitting on the couch. I'm like, shit, i got to go do this in five minutes. Um, so I didn't get changed. I haven't done my hair. I've, I've, I've never had a shower oh, today. I've been, you, I've, been, I've been really busy today. I've had so yeah. much on today. Well, um, the, 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 um, the, the snow in the background and the, the whitish beard and the red top, I mean... Yeah, maybe, maybe Alison can have this one. This is Oh, that's not going to work, is it? Look, there is. There you are. Upside down. Upside down, Miss Jane. Very nice. So I printed that for a customer, but then it was... That's a small, too small a frame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I've got, a lot, I've got a lot of prints here. I just print stuff. I've got lots of 8x12s and stuff like that. So if you've got a dear cam question, email it through to us. If we pick your question... I'll send you a signed eight by twelve shot from Tassie. You don't get to choose because that's just being cheeky. Um, yeah, 
<laughs> and if um, if you would like to run a 30 second advert on the Down South Photo Show, please get in contact with me. Really, we're doing ads. Are we allowed to do that though? We we can do we can do paid advert. We just say at the start that this includes a yeah, but I had but don't don't YouTube photographic related, please. Yeah, but don't don't going to sit here and advertise some IGA supermarket in Broken Hill. Sorry, (laughs) but don't don't but don't don't YouTube choose the ads, not us. Uh, No, we can put our own. Yeah, we can. Have you researched? Need to say at the start that are we going to get into more legal trouble? (laughs) Probably, I hope so. Right. Um, Cameron, what have you got coming up this week or in the next uh, between so now and when we have another podcast recording? Hopefully in a, in a light plane tomorrow flying over the yes. epic peaks of Tassie. That, I'm, lo- I'm looking for I want, doing I want it, shots tomorrow. Doing an aerial job? Yeah, doing an aerial flight. Well, yeah, anyway, <laughs> says, the, says the man who hit, made 12 points in Stableford today. 13. Um, 13. 13. Oh, sorry. Excuse sorry. me. <laughs> um <laughs> What have I got coming up? So, yeah, that's uh, going to do a quick trip to Cradle Mountain and try and capture some of this. Um, so if you're at Cradle Mountain on the weekend when you're listening to that, say good day. Uh, and then late next week, I head off to Flinders Rangers to do my first Flinders Rangers workshop. Um, we've actually just released new dates for 2023. Uh, we sent out a newsletter. Doesn't it sound weird to say 2023? Yeah, what the hell? But I've got people asking me about 2024. I'm like, what? That's miles away. But no, it's not. Um, so we've actually just released some dates in June and September for 2023. Uh, for 500 bucks, you can pay a deposit and hold your spot and then pay the balance later on. So if you're not part of my newsletter, uh, sign up to that at tazphoto.com.au. Do you, do you get them? Newsletter. I think so. Huh. Right. They go um, to my spam, but I get them. That's where, that's where most things go for me. Um, <laughs> so that's it for me this next week and a bit. Uh, what about your good self? Are you? So we um, we had a new staff member start at Camera and Photo ah, last week. How did they excellent. go? Very very well, thank you. Um, are they, what, are they watching the show yet? Probably not. Very busy person. That's fine. Um, they, I'm not going to name them in case it doesn't work out. And <laughs> is, it a, is it a is it a boy or a girl? It is a female. Um, oh, she's yeah. wonderful. She's doing a um, visual arts degree at the moment. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and keen to uh, do a bit of retail work for me, which is really, really good and quite the relief because uh, we, I've been burning the candle at both ends and I've only got one pair of hands and so I was going to be burnt out. So um, right. good to get a new staff member on board. Hopefully. And is she... Um... Is she employed to do front of house sort of retail stuff yeah, or is so she printing or? No, she, across the board. So she'll okay. be doing front of house retail, uh, helping people to print photos through our photo kiosks uh, and also selling there, frames. There's, there's a job I don't stuff. miss. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, <laughs> it's moments, I tell you. That's, that's why the um, <laughs> my staff are very transient when it comes to that. Although, I mean, normally they get to about four or five years and it's like, yeah, I think I've had enough of showing the exact same lady how to run that photo kiosk every time. So, or, or man. Uh, yes, absolutely. But I just don't know why I was sexist and used to... Speaking of yeah. sexist, before we go, I did want to make it... I you want to be sexist? No, <laughs> yeah, why not? We've got enough, another legal document. Um, there was a bit of a controversy happened. We didn't really get into it, but maybe we'll roll this over to next week. There was a bit of controversy on Instagram the other day um oh you mentioned this i did yes. mention that yeah we there was a you mentioned it to me off air anyway i did there's a, a lady i've i've met online a few times i think i've spoken to her. she actually booked a, a spot on one of my trips as well i think at one stage um who did pretty well in one of the recent photo competitions got some highly commendable certificates and well done you know you did a good job but 
the backlash that this poor lady has received from purely male, other male photographers um, about her and about how she's got to where she is in her photography career and how the photos she was putting up weren't worthy. Like it was absolutely effing disgraceful yeah. what these people sent through to this, uh, this poor lady. And, you know, I, I can, not that you can understand it, but, you know, you could sort of see some point of view if the photos are really, really poor photos that were winning and you, you think, oh, hang on a sec, there's something dodgy going on there. Her photos are spectacular. Like there's, yeah. there's no reason for anyone to suspect anything. And there's about four or five of them. Um, and thankfully she screenshotted all the, the little comments she got. And they were putrid comments. Like yeah. they, these people should not be in our community at all. Absolutely um, abhorrent behaviour. It's just it's just shitful. It really is. So I, I just wanted to shout out to her. I know I'm not going to name her and all that kind of stuff because that's that might be embarrassing for her. But um, I, she got a lot of support from a lot of people, myself included, which is great. And we pretty much stamped out these these people. They've all gone in down to ground the ground. And I tell you, man, it's social media. It's um, it's become the most antisocial thing on the planet. And um, yeah, it is. 100%. It's just it's so so bad. Um, I use social media a lot, as you know, Cam, to promote camera and photo, uh, yep. to promote my business. Um, I use, I don't use Facebook so much for a personal thing anymore. Uh, yep. It's more business. I've actually turned to Twitter for that. And sometimes I wonder why the hell I did that as well, because- uh, you're, pretty, you're quite productive on Twitter. Twitter is an absolute cesspool. <laughs> it's just <laughs> awful. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's another so, that's a topic for another day. But Yeah, it is. But I, yeah, I think it's just, you know, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. Um, this poor lady's yes. been, and she's handled it very well. Hopefully, mental health wise, she's hasn't been too affected. I think she's pretty strong willed, so I don't think she's been too affected Good. by it. But it's just crap. So if you're thinking of doing something like that, people, if you don't like something you see of someone's photos and you can't say anything nice about it, just leave it, move on. I think 99.9% of our community uh, is on our side with that. Yeah. So which is which is great. So yeah. Uh, Cool. Yeah, play nice out there, people. Yeah. Um, don't forget about our camera giveaway. So we it basically starts from when this podcast goes live on Friday. Yep. Um, we want you to jump on our social media. As I say, there it's all linked below. Yep. Uh, you, you need to subscribe to our channel. You need to like one of our pages, uh, either on uh, Facey or Insta. And preferably, you would tag someone and leave a little comment and say, hey, I think you'd be interested in winning Hey, a camera. For example, we could say, you know, hey, at Chow, Chow May Bell. I always Who's that? that wrong. Chelsea, you know that girl that keeps bothering Chelsea. me to make mention. So Chelsea. at Chow nah, May Bell, wants, wants a, and she, I don't think she'd use any kind to be honest, but um, you know what? Are people that brandest, really? I am. You know what? <laughs> this, this is this is going to sound terrible. And I know uh, our, my good friend, our good friend, Juliet Nikon doesn't listen to this. I'm sure she doesn't. I hope to God she doesn't listen to this. Oh, she's going to get tagged. She's going to get tagged. <laughs> but um, the East Coast trip I just got back from, I had everyone using Nikons. You know, I had that. Yes, you did say that. Yes, yes. Three of them have emailed me this week saying, hey, can you get us a price on the entire OMD digital kit that you had for us? Yeah. Can you I've, hook me up? <laughs> I, I've already, I've already <laughs> sold two and I reckon yeah. the third one's coming in tomorrow. Yeah. So, uh, and the biggest thing they said was weight. They just can't get, they just can't be bothered nah, with the weight anymore. Nah. So we, we've talked about this a lot that the, uh, the weight yeah. of these cameras, uh, particularly for landscape and particularly uh, for the um, older people amongst us who might, yeah. may not want to carry as much gear around. I get it. I totally get it. And, yep. um, you know, they make lovely cameras. Yep. They're great cameras. Um, yeah. No, no arguments out of me. Yep. Um, 
So sorry, Julie, if you're watching. <laughs> That's, I'm sure she'll uh, she'll talk to you about the new Z series cameras that are mm. probably just as light and yeah. just as effective, effective. And for those who haven't understood what I've tried to say about Chelsea about 600 times in the last two podcasts, her handle is at Chell May Bell. Make sure you go check it out. She's only got 718 followers, but she's got some beautiful work on there. Um, and yeah, she loves a shout out. It's um, doesn't mind she, a shout out. Ah, oh, she loves it. And again, we probably haven't done it enough this episode, but we only have an hour. That's right. Know. True. Um, this has been episode 41 of the Down South Photo Show. Thanks to everyone for tuning in. Um, I guess unless Cam's got anything to add, which I ask you every week and every week you say, no, that's enough. Oh, uh, done now. <laughs> uh, get out there get into your winter photography um if you've got any suggestions for what you might want to hear on the show drop us a dear cam or drop us just anything and say hey like your show don't like your show any suggestions are always welcome just don't uh, steal our photos we're watching you <laughs> we will see you for episode 42 of the down south photo show next week goodbye everyone ciao